Hello again, and welcome to the Wide World of Wargaming Age of Sigmar podcast. Uh, as always, we are your hosts, Alex, John, Jeremy, and Garrett. We are going to be talking about the COVID weekend uh, tournament round two, which is going to be, which was an event that was done all on Tabletop Simulator, run by our illustrious Garrett. Uh, Garrett's at least coming on down on this side of me. It's probably not gonna end up showing that way. Nope. But we're gonna talk a little bit about how he's run that and why it's the second one and not just the first one. And uh, we're gonna talk a little bit about the procedure and of course how the event went. Uh, we'll also be talking about a little, a few other things here and there. But uh, as always, John, what's on your workbench? Or, John, what's just, on your word? Decide to have John be last. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's okay. That's okay. I don't have much going on uh, on my workbench this week. Oh, uh, so, <laughs> so uh, it's been two weeks since we were on, <clears throat> including a wonderful, wonderful holiday weekend that we all got to enjoy. I don't know about you guys, but uh, I drank much beer over the weekend—a rarity for me. Bought a twelve-pack mm. of Stellas. It was delightful. And uh, I had said to our audience that I was going to finish my Primaris Marines by the first. And as you can see in front of you, I did get them all built. So everything's built. And I got at least the black on these guys, but I didn't quite finish. So uh, we'll have to give me another week <clears throat> or two. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and, but nonetheless, uh, certainly... Uh, before um, I compete in my next tournament for 40K, uh, this, these guys will be ready to go. So I'm, I'm right at the crust, right there, almost ready. Uh, so that's, that's the main thing that I had going on. I uh, went over to a buddy's house, actually, and uh, helped him set up some live streaming stuff. And uh, he and I are probably going to get some 40K on, certainly as soon as the uh, rules drop. And then, uh, guys, I don't know about you, but I, I like to do an occasional Kickstarter. I maybe do three or four a year, maybe that many, sometimes less. Uh, but I consistently support uh, Lady Death. So I'm a big fan of Lady Death. I've loved the comics and the figures uh, since the mid-90s uh, uh, when I started collecting them. And so it was cool. I, I'm on two Kickstarters right now. One is Dungeons and Lasers, which is a bunch of fantasy terrain. And um, I'm picturing doing kind of like um, uh, what is that in 40k where they're in the uh, where they're fighting in the the, the hallways. Oh and stuff. yeah, uh, what, what is Imperialis, right? Zone Mortalis. Yes. Zone Mortalis. Yeah, yeah, Zone yeah, Mortalis. Yeah, yeah. So I'm thinking like like Age of Sigmar, maybe some small games, but I have I've bought enough stuff to basically make a maze board. So. We'll see how it plays. It'll be something I'll do it with my friends at my house. So that's shipping to me right now. And then as the super bonus, as I mentioned, uh, my Lady Death Kickstarter came in for the latest Lady Death comic. So I got my fine new Lady Death shirt on. And probably by next week, I'll have framed my print. I got a great print of Lady Death sitting on a big whiskey barrel. Uh, so I'm looking mm. forward to, uh, to getting that going again. Obviously, that would be the right. perfect thing to hang over in my, my bar area. Maybe I'll replace the red dog up there, uh, that dog right there. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. Um, other than that, not a whole lot going on. A whole lot of not Age of Sigmar going on. As uh, we all know, there was lots of interesting 40K stuff that may get mentioned at some point in the show. Uh, but being that we are a massive age of sigmar podcast we don't care about that 40k chump game you know what they can make it as much like age of sigmar as they want and it still won't be as fun as age of sigmar because <laughs> as much as age of sigmar is a great rule set that that promotes fun and tactical gameplay it is ultimately the community and you know what we in age of sigmar i believe have the best the best, most gentlemanly, above-the-table gaming community to be found anywhere in the world. That's right. Play it for me, unless you're smoking a bowl there. You know, you playing a violin, smoking a bowl. I wasn't sure what you were doing, Alex. Either one, I think it's how you should celebrate you should the awesome community us. that we yeah, have on, in Age on. of Sigmar. On, Anyways, <laughs> that's what's going on on my workbench. Like I said, nothing. <laughs> yeah. uh garrett what the hell you been up to man i see you got some hey. new headset on that looks pretty yeah, tight. yeah. Um, 
so I, uh, I got really tired of my corded uh, headset. They actually started fraying because um, I spin in my chair a lot. I don't know if you've, anyone has ever noticed that I spin in my chair a lot. Um, I like to lean back and then just like drift to the side, yeah, uh, which doesn't right really now. help. Uh, but that doesn't really help with my cords not getting tangled and the cords getting a little frayed. I've had this set for, I had that old set for like years and years. And I decided to finally just get Bluetooth headsets. Um, so mm. sitting here with some nice Bluetooth uh, headset. Um, so happy with them. Uh, but on my workbench, uh, so this last week I uh, ran an Age of Sigmar tournament. Um, we can, we'll yeah. talk more about it later. But uh, we so we we've been gone for two weeks, as John said. But uh, the tournament actually started on Memorial Day and went for a whole week. So I, I spent a lot of my week uh, doing admin and just getting people to schedule their games and stuff like that. Uh, but I have also been doing some hobby stuff. I've talked about this in the past, but I've started working on my display board, which is uh, my frontline gaming tray. And I uh, have glued on some circles here for trees, which are magnetized. Nice. So the tray was still flat. I'll have some uh, three dimensions to it when it's a display board. And then I, so I've been working on spackling the uh, tray itself, so I can then start texturing it. Hmm. And uh, so these these were like uh, rings that I, I just needed to smooth them down and use the spackle to kind of create a more natural uh, surface to it. So I just got to clean this up a bit more. Um, and then once the spat, so the spackle is basically dry now. Uh, the trees are fully magnetized in, so they can go in nice. and out. Uh, nice. These are the trees I actually used for my Sylvaneth Wildwoods, the old ones uh, that I have. So I already magnetized them anyways to make them easier to transport. So they'll actually be, so I, the, these trees will be used while playing my Sylvaneth army. So they're part of my display board and part of my army. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so I've, I've been working on that. I uh, just need awesome. to get the spackle cleaned up so I can actually build the board. There's some uh, areas where the spackle bled over so the uh, sections are a little too tight. Is the spackle um, just to create like a smooth surface that raises it up to the um, the level of where the tree ring is? Yeah, exactly. It will not only smooth surface, it also creates kind of like a groundy texture to it in oh, many yeah, areas. Yeah, so I kind of didn't, I purposely didn't make it smooth. So that means I can just start like, because it's just going to be like a foresty ground. I'm going to put some sand on it, and but it helps create some uh, texture. Right, yeah, you don't want huge rolling hills where your models start sliding, but at the same mm -hmm. time, just a little bit of texture will... Yeah, just kind of like some eye. bumps and things like that. It'll, it also, I think it'll be easier to paint than the wood itself, probably. Mm. Um, so... Yeah, uh, but the main thing was is the rings were basically just protruding plastic circles that were like an eighth of an inch tall or a quarter inch tall or something like that. So I needed to create something that'll level it all out and then create the texture of the board. So how are you um, going to incorporate alcohol into this one? Because you know, my friend James did have his fountain of youth. Um, do you have any ideas or thoughts on what you're doing? Uh, I, uh, this one will probably not have any alcohol. I mean, I guess uh, you could have- what's like the metal. point? You can have some, like, maybe some magnetic shot glasses just, like, inside yeah. each of these yeah, rings. Yeah, we got to just put, each like, tree uh, is a flask, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> bag. Except each tree is, like, literally, like, a hidden pocket of, like, you know, something. Okay. I mean, yeah, I, I, guess, I, 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 guess I, have cup, I guess I have cup holders on my display board where okay. the trees are removed. This would be complex, but what you could do is, um, do you want to have, like, what kind of Sylvaneth army is this? What, what's the realm? What, what it's doing? a realm of death, actually. Okay. of brewing. Okay. Okay. I have an idea for you. Oh god. Yeah. So Your here's my here's my Sylvaneth paint scheme that my okay. buddy Matt Barker painted for me. Wait, that's. Nice. We all know Matt. Uh, for all those who are at LVO or on events in the West Coast, he has a very fun Nurgle army. It is very tree-like. That his his Glotkin, for example, has like trees and roots just coming out the back of it, and it's a very awesome looking army. I was gonna make a joke. Is that an American walnut dirfu? Hey, American no, chestnut. No. <laughs> he painted it like a chestnut. He is also, yeah. he is also he's, he's also a professional arborist too. So that just like yeah, adds he, he, to based, it. he based my um my scheme off of a uh, winter in uh, New England birch trees. Nice. That's yeah. cute. Uh, I was going to say, what he should do is he should 
be able to, oh, no, you should be able to, if you want, maybe either have large tree stumps that have been cut by something that you're avenging and there's actually, it's actually a shot glass or have <laughs> modular, uh, you know, shyish looking giant mushrooms, which are really a bottle cap and a shot glass. Or, there you go. or you can buy me a bottle of scotch. <laughs> I, Alex, you just gave me an actual Ooh. idea that I might use. Make jello shots, but just form them to look like mushrooms. Mm. Literally just let them sit out like their decoration on the board, and you just walk up and wow. grab them and eat them. But, but how would you get the structure for the cap? In it? You would have to put like a... But ton of tap. If anyone can figure it out, John will figure it if out. If anyone can figure it out, John will be able to figure it out. I agree. Gummy bears exist. This I'm can just, happen. I'm going to be really. Oh, so gummies. And, mm, yeah. It's going to get plastered on the first round because you just had to eat all those things. Before no, well, he's not going to be eating them. Hello, fellow, hello, fellow war gamer. You're my round one opponent. Do you like gummy bears? No. I soaked these in vodka last night. Like, no worries, they're not hallucinogenic unless you want them to be. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do you want the red mushroom, the blue mushroom, or the special green mushroom? Straight up, you could ask them <laughs> that to start the game. It's like, this is going to depend on what kind of game we have. <laughs> I, call this, I call this the mad cat, the loon cat, and uh, the gorka gorka. You need to play a gloom spike gets army now. And have uh, it could happen. Total... <laughs> uh, it's, it's all set. Oh, that is wonderful. Speaking of alcohol, of AOS armies, I, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> alcohol, I just got my delivery of Lost Boy Cider. Mm. Uh, it's a, a uh, logo. Yeah, it's um, the, the Lost Boy. Uh, but they're in uh, Old Town Alexandria, actually. It's only like four, they're about 12 minutes, 12 miles away from my house. Uh, so they were able to deliver some uh, cider to my house today. And I'm now drinking their Hazy Hop. It's their hop dry cider. Ooh, nice. Does that have a good hoppy flavor to it? Yeah, um, I, I do enjoy hop ciders because I've realized I don't like barley, mm -hmm. which is my problem with beer, uh, but I do like hopped ciders a lot. Um, so, yeah, it, it adds that because cider has like a nice sweet apple taste to it, and they just throw in some hops to like hops to bitter it up a bit, and it, right. it creates a nice little balance that I've actually really enjoyed. Yeah, so, yeah, it's, it's not as bitter as like an IPA or something, but it adds just enough for me. Have you nice. ever had a creek? The creek? A creek. It's a type of uh, beer that's like uh, fruit-based. Never heard of it. I don't think so. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've had sours. Yeah, I've had that's sours, like, and I've had uh, fruity beers, which are usually gross. Like, uh, look, it, look, uh, look it up one of these days uh, and uh, try one. It's uh, Creeks are, it's K-R-I-E-K, -E I believe. That's how they're spelled. They're usually from Belgium. Oh. Hmm. Uh, and uh, they're... I think you might you might like them. They're they're basically like uh, what would happen if you made a beer. Uh, you find a way to make a beer a cider. Effectively, that's what it comes down to. I mean, like, well, what that's one of the interesting things I found about living in Virginia because Virginia uh, has a history of classic cider making, which is basically apple wine in a way. It's uh, much more like a very white wine, but with an appley taste to it. Uh, while in the west, growing up on the west coast, uh, ciders came from a very um, beer brewery standpoint so the, the the actual processes used and the way they taste are very different and so it's been interesting kind of experiencing that and so i'm wondering like researching what makes a mead versus a beer versus a cider has been mm. interesting because like it's just fermented vegetables fruit slash whatever all of it is just fermented <laughs> food so like it, like the definitions of what is a beer and a cider are very loose yeah, I found like I found you the wiki page. Uh, Creek uh, Lembic is a style of Belgian beer made by fermenting Lembic with sour Morello cherries. Traditionally, I cannot pronounce that German word uh, from the area around Brussels. So like, I mean, they they make like all flavor, all types of flavor from of Creeks, but like, yeah, it's it's basically a combination of, as you said, fermenting fruits with other things. Uh, all right, I'll have to check it out. Hopefully, open up a brand new world for you. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, I've heard the term lambic before, but I guess that applies to a variety of beer-like beverages. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, uh, so Jeremy, what have you been doing the last two weeks? Is this where I wheel myself behind my virtual background because uh, I forgot to? Yes. Get, uh, yes. Uh, that's 
my my entire uh, workshop, or sorry, I'm gonna say workshop because it's more accurate to what I've been doing. Uh, I am uh, remodeling my first floor. Uh, I'm removing the hardwood floor. What? Uh, this uh, well, I'm putting new one because fuck the uh, previous owner's hardwood floor. It's a piece. Of, it was trash. Yeah. Uh, so I am replacing the hardwood floor on my first floor, and also redoing my kitchen island and uh, replacing the hardwood floor there with tiles instead of flooring, because who'd have thought? Who'd have hell thinks it's uh, good to put wood around water? I don't know. But anyway, um, that's been on my like workbench kind of. I haven't really. Done hey, any- are you gonna do something cool like put a a sunroof into the uh, the basement so you can like see up through the floor, maybe into the living room ooh, or something? No, that is far too. Ooh, I don't. Mm. No, because no? I'm pretty sure the source of Alex's uh, power is the sun, so I must re- remove it from uh, from him. <laughs> He's Birdman, if you didn't know. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> he needs me to be in uh, nothing but artificial light in order to. In fact, like, I'm not gonna compare you to Superman. I believe is how oh, he power. <laughs> But Birdman. 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 Sounds about sounds about right. Sounds about right. <laughs> Not the attorney at law one. I'm I I'm talking really about the bad attorney. Tito based uh, ca- uh, cartoon. Uh, you're, you're talking the the old uh, movie from the '80s or something, right? No, there was a cartoon. Uh, There's a cartoon from the '70s, the '60s Birdman. and '70s. Yeah, yeah. and it was like, one. It was like a rip off of Superman for the most part. Yeah, it was kind of weird, man. Yeah, it was. A, that's where the entire like coast of. Uh, the space ghost, coast, yeah, coast, space coast, 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 coast to coast. Space ghost, coast to coast. Was like based off all the like kind of like animation samples from that show. Well, space uh, yeah. ghost was also a Hanna Barbera superhero yeah. cartoon thing. So yeah, just, it was. Yeah. It was like a. I remember watching that when it was on TV, and it was it was like one of those multi mix shows where you get a a few short cartoons and different characters kind of mixed in. It was like there were more shows and characters than they would show each week too, so you wouldn't get the same mix every week was that it might have just been like the hanna-barbera hour or something like kind that. of but you know uh maybe about 12 years ago they were like modern adult swim spinoffs of both ones so there was this, well, i mean not only was there space coast coast to coast which is definitely not 12 years old it's way older than that but then there is uh, harvey birdman attorney at law which was birdman from that series basically being a lawyer that's yeah, but great. they just—that was brand new animation. They did. Yeah, it was brand new animation, and like all the characters were Hanna Barbera characters, so they just yeah. had like random. Man talk the Mind Taker was. Man talk the Mind Taker, which Mind Taker miniatures. Yeah. Our, our good friend Evan has a uh, third party. Which I think was voiced system. by Stephen Colbert. Yeah, it was. really. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Man talk the Mind Taker was voiced by. Amazing, fucking yeah. you know for any you know like any Gen uh, Gen Z kids who are like what the hell are these old people talking about. <laughs> uh, yeah, anyway. Gen Z, what the hell is that? No, after is that, is that the ta- is that the tail end of Gen X? It was like one no, year Gen of Gen X. Z. So the millennials were supposed to be called Gen Y because there's Gen X, but then Gen Y didn't stick, so it became millennials. That's what stuck, and so after millennials is the Gen Z. So it's so there goes Gen X, millennials, Gen Z. Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. Like ninety six and ninety six. So Gen Z are like all the people doing the TikToks and the whatnots and the whatever. Whatnots, yes, the whatnots. Ah, different way. Damn whippersnappers. Whippersnappers. <laughs> uh, Those damn hooligans. How <laughs> dare they take to the streets nowadays? Um, but uh, no, that's that's been my workbench. It's basically been remodeling my house. It's my big giant uh, Warhammer army. Uh, no, I'm a I'm looking forward to uh, getting out of this quarantine and actually getting some game because uh, TTS is just not for me. No, I need I need to see the tears and the fear equip you know from my opponent's eyes. I think I've already said this many times over the show, but I require a sacrifice as I play on the table. Mm, yeah, I hear you. I, I did finally play a full game of TTS myself or Age of Sigmar in TTS. That was fun. Yeah, you, you playing as Paul, right? Yeah, yeah, I played Paul. Yeah. Paul McKelvey. Did you enjoy it? I did. Yeah, I mean, well, actually, we, we remember we talked to him in the last show two weeks ago, yeah. and then a couple of days after that, he and I got our game in. Um, I think it took us seven hours to play. Yeah, it was it like a really long time. It was like we started at I don't know seven or eight at night, and it was like three thirty in the morning when we finished. So you mean I should compare TTS to like going to the DMV? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Kinda, kinda. <laughs> so so we we enjoyed ourselves, and it was a good. It was a really good game. Uh, we went all the way to turn five, uh, you would hope, in that many hours. <laughs> and uh, the score was actually tied going into the last round. 
and it just became one of those. Um, we kind of talked through the last round, but it came down to a couple dice rolls. Like if he could make a charge here or got a, this off over here, then he could pull ahead and get the, uh, the win or get the tie. Otherwise, I was going to get the win. So, uh, and that's hey, what it ended up being. Can I ask you like a logistical question? How were yeah. you able to maintain focus for seven hours in one game? Uh, we took breaks and went and smoked. Okay, bowls. that explains it. <laughs> okay, I'm just curious. I'm like, wait, wait, no you, you, went to go, you went to go smoke to maintain focus. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I know, the game took us seven hours. <laughs> I gotta ask, was it Age of Sigmar or was it 40K? It was Age of Sigmar. Uh, played Skaven versus Seraphon. I mean, yeah, actually, uh, oh no, wait, uh, no, I'm sorry. I played my Nurgle, so I played Nurgle yeah. against Seraphon, and I played the um, uh, the whatever the menagerie one with all the trees. So I had just had trees. I used my first couple rounds of summoning points to summon more trees. So I was just went ridiculous with it, and so I was just trees, trees, trees everywhere. It was great. <laughs> I will say, John, that uh, after that, so I, I mean, I work with Paul. Uh, so I was talking to him and he's like watching Seraphon battle reports online now. And he's like trying to figure out what he did wrong. And like, he's seeing how like pop gear players play with modern Seraphon. Now he's like, Oh, okay. I get it now. I get it. Like I talked to him afterwards. This is how he like, does hey, it. But Paul's actually like, he's getting into it after that game. He ha he enjoyed himself a lot. Yeah. Paul, Paul may have been playing one of his first games of age of Sigmar, not his first, but one of his first, but you can't take away from that caliber of player. Like, yeah. you know, it's, it's at the end of the story, this is still a miniatures tacti tactical movement, you know, phase-based game. And so it's really still within his core competency. So, yeah, uh, <laughs> you know, I thought I was going to have to back off the throttle or something a little bit to keep from bashing the poor boy in. But, no, we had a, a good, <laughs> good, solid game. It was good. Well, I'm glad. That sounds I'm good. glad you guys evened the playing field by smoking a bunch of bowls together. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, Jeremy, we talked about getting a game in just before this chat, and I thought you were yeah. talking about TTS since, you know, you said you're oh, no, not fuck really no. a big TTS person. I can't person. do TTS, man. I so just, it'll, be, it'll be interesting to actually hang out with someone since that's not family. Not your family or your family, sure. Jesus, yeah, yeah. Or neighbors. We've been doing socially distant, like, barbecues, or at least we did one, like, two, three weeks ago. I don't know. yeah. Yeah, my neighbors and I have started talking and hanging out a little bit again. They've just been, I've seen them home as much as me. So it's, I mean, literally my whole end of the street, I'm the only one going to work and I go work in a lab. So it's everywhere you look, people are lightening up. Yeah, and my, and my current job is basically, I think I might never, if they don't fire me or lay me off, I might never have to go back to the office. Wow. Forever. This might be yeah, almost yeah, my dad was telling me that like his whole company has realized that like permanently moving forward, they may just have people come in what like even after all this is over, just come in like once or twice a week for in-person meetings. But it's like, yeah, you people can like they've proved that working from home can work. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely now. For me, unless I'm actually running <laughs> uh, a robot or meeting with a customer everything else I do can be done uh, from home. In fact, I've, even while I was still sheltered in place, I was doing lots of training and stuff. It's, it's funny. We've all started taking to zoom like we're doing for our recording, but what we've seen is that across the country, everybody has become sort of socialized to video. And so it's becoming more of a standard for business and everything. So uh, I'm glad that you guys are going to stay home because what I appreciate is much less traffic as I go to work. <laughs> there you go. And, you know, when it comes to traffic at work, staying from home, it's always very important. I got to say, on my workbench, uh, I was just out of town for 10 days, and I saw some family, recharged the batteries, uh, helped a friend uh, get out and move back down to California from Oregon, and, you know, got to hang out with a lot of people. I was able to confirm that my twin is going to get into Wargaming, so we're going to have to figure that one out as a team. Now now you, you, I remember a little, a little drunken messaging from Alex during the last days um, when you you convinced your brother to get into wargaming. Was this before or after the two of you polished off a bottle together? Uh, we, we, we. Uh, yeah, I'm still. That's why I'm not drinking tonight. <laughs> um, I, I, I need a break. I, it was ten days of of drinking hard. Uh, we had there was one night. Oh, you just out of shape, Alex. Come on. Wow. <laughs> 
I'm talking about drinking, not shape shape. Oh, no, both. <laughs> I'll be fair, both. But that's not the point here. Uh, I mean, it was one of those things. I, two days before he, uh, he his his girlfriend came into town and he had proposed to her and she said yes. Oh, wow. And cool, so cool. it was a little bit of a double celebration. And then the night uh, Jamie came back from LA, uh, but the night before that, the, the, I think the night my, uh, my brother proposed, we had a bottle of, oh man, Red Label. We had a bottle of Red Label and it was one of the real big Johnny ones. Walker for people who don't know. Johnny Walker Red Label, yes. We had Johnny Walker Red and we also had Blue, but we stuck to the blue a little bit less. We were moderate with the blue, but uh, we had a big old can uh, or bottle of the, the Johnny Walker Red. And I think we killed a little bit more than a regular bottle's worth because uh, there was barely anything left by the end of it. And, and we didn't start at the top. It was like half of a bottle, but it was like a gallon sized, tar you know, Costco bottle. And then uh, the night Jamie came into town, uh, we had bought a regular, you know, tequila. We, we had bought a nice tequila and shots were done. After the first round of shots, Jamie was like, Alex, finish the one that was poured, my second one that was poured for me. I'm like, fine. And then my brother's fiance, just without my, without oh, my uh, knowing, she just kept on saying, giving me shots, feeding me shots, and I kept on accepting them. So poo-poo on me, but, you know, it is what it is. Nice. Sounds like a great time, man. I'm suffering for it now, but uh, yeah, it is. Uh, it's one of those things where I, no booze for a while. Maybe when we get our game in, when I go into the dungeon and get my butt kicked by Jeremy a little later in the week, I, I might have a drink then. But I don't know. I think we're all dry this week. I, I finished off my iced tea. That's all I was drinking. Ooh, look Las at you. Vegas Open, but yeah, I'm not dry. Iced tea. Oh, that's right. Oh, so cider is that really an alcoholic beverage? If you I mean, only have one. It's, I don't, I'm on my second. Oh, okay. um, it's, I mean, it's 6.9%, so. Okay, okay. Um, I mean, we, yeah. we can only tell when Garrett's truly drunk when he defies the laws of science. So. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, wait a second. I, that's a good point. I know I've been drinking with Garrett many times, but I've never stayed sober enough around Garrett to notice what he's like drunk <laughs> he always seems sober to me when i'm yeah. around him i i have I, I once was like 18 drinks in and the bartender went over to my friend was like i know i've given him a shit ton of drinks but he still seems sober oh well my favorite story with that is actually you and your brother both have the same type of reaction you guys are very very drunk and for any, any of our listeners out there when if you ever see us in an event you're going to have to double check. As long as it's not LVO, Garrett's not going to be, you know, fully sober, at least semi-sober. Uh, so being able to take a, a peek and see how both Garrett and his brother are drunk is hilarious because you, uh, you get a little red. Your brother doesn't even get red. And I remember we went to a wedding in Sacramento once and I made the round, said hi to a bunch of people. Then I, you know, I originally was sitting down next to your brother did my round, sat back down with him, had no idea that he kind of went a little nuts at the free bar or the open bar. And we were having a conversation and he just kind of stopped and he kind of leaned in, kind of shuffled and leaned in and just said, Alex, I'm really fucking drunk right now. And I was like, how much did you have? And he just like looks at me and he like looks around and he's like, too much. <laughs> and I was like, you don't look drunk at all. Then, that was it? That was the react that was all you got? Oh, he proceeds <laughs> to get up and go to the bathroom and like from there there was no shaking. There was no like, oh damn, that guy's drunk as fuck. He was just like there was no indication that he was drunk besides like the smell on him. And it was like, oh man, that's dangerous. Like he's he's a little, I mean, little sneaky. Don't take this the bad the bad way, Garrett, but like if you ever look for an alternative care career in your life. And it's also at the time in where you're an alcoholic. I think Fox News is the place for you. <laughs> Let's just put it. Hey, we might lose some listeners. <laughs> oh boy! Uh, but I gotta say, uh, looking into other things on my workbench, it is actually semi not related to agents. I quit. Smart. Instead, <laughs> oh, so we're just not gonna do this? <laughs> oh. Oh, sorry. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
<sighs> I'm okay. I've got it. I'm under control. Power through. Power through. Yep. yep. Yes, Alex, you were saying. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, perfect. You, want, you guys want me to leave? I got to get a drink anyway. So. Oh, great. Great. I was going to say, I have actually been looking at schemes from the Bone Reaper book for possible ideas and schemes for my new Necrons once they come out. Mm-hmm. So I was looking at Stally, Stally Arc Lords. I was looking at, I'm looking right at them right now. Petrofax Elite. Uh, well, I might take my, I take, I might literally just take my scheme for Bone Reapers the and it's not it's not a uh, petrifex uh specifically but it's like my complete own you know it's derived from it it's a darker bur- uh, uh, burgundy there's no bone color in anything there's no like white light gray coloring but i might take my own thing and then just put it on but you know hit hit it with a primer of lead belcher beforehand so that it's more metallic maybe some edge highlights of metallic instead too for some yeah. for yeah. some living metal um, I might do that. I might do actual uh, null myriad, which let me see if this is going to work. This is going to be not focused because I'm zooming in. Oh, you know what? This is not going to work. <laughs> Got to turn off the background. If not you at all. Any of that stuff. Yeah, that's true. And null myriad, it's like a, uh, the, the bone portion is all very black, like almost jet black with highlights. The, uh, the weapons are uh, hue going from light blue crackle down to a purple crackle from the base like it's uh electrics kind of on a on a black blade and then purple eyes purple energy purple crystals uh black tabard and it's got this really cool you know like the trim is like a very white like you can tell they're using a contrast paint you can tell that they're using like the lightest gray you can uh, with a with a white uh with a white uh, primer and then the actual like metal the armor is a really cool hue of like obsidian green, which like I already have my own scheme for green, but like looks pretty cool. So who knows? Yeah, I might do it. I might not. You know what? You know what else? AOS forty k can steal from AOS. Might as well keep that trend going. Might as well. Might as well. <laughs> you know, we've already been talking about it. It's, it's really interesting to see that they're going to have a command phase, which isn't going to technically be fully the hero phase, but we're getting there, aren't we? Yeah, can't wait until they bring in uh, turn initiative rules in 40k. I mean, that, wasn't that the, the, what happened last time? I think I was sort of saying earlier is that when they came out with 8th edition in 40k, all the things that people love were things they had taken from AOS. Yeah, And it feels like that's what's about to happen again. I mean, at some point, uh, you're just going to be playing AOS over there. Yeah. Oh, hey, look, no myriad. No uh, myriad. Sorry, <laughs> it took me a minute to find it. But uh, I, uh, I actually, uh, for what it's worth, Alex, I actually, the only Age of Sigmar thing I did in the last two weeks was I read all the fluff for the Ossiarch Bone Reapers. Oh, there you go. Mm. Yeah, our, uh, our good friend Israel uh, was just finished painting an amazing Bone Reaper commission yeah. and yes, was, was asking some questions about how they, they get their, their energy and power things. And, and he had made some guesses. And Alex is like, yeah, something like that. And you could tell that, that poor Israel was, was disappointed because he wanted to learn more about the fluff. So I, I felt it was incumbent upon me to then go read all the fluff and then share some with Israel uh, to, to you know, get him a little fired up about things. Yeah. Yeah, I was traveling. I was like, I don't have my iPad on me. Uh, I don't know. It's something. Yeah, yeah, I figured you were busy or whatever. So, But it was interesting. So I, I went through and I read, uh, you know, like, like not word for it, but I read like every section, kind of skimmed through, got jip, read some stories in there. It's good stuff. Very Speaking of Israel, though, uh, there might be something here related to Israel kind of in the vicinity of Jeremy, isn't there? Isn't that right? You got something there? Got that something there for us? Oh, yeah. But you, you can't focus like you can't. You can't Just make sure that focus. it's like, within you. Ah, they, oh. ah. Yeah, ah, there you go. Yeah, look at that. All right. Our good friend Israel did paint this, this gorgeous Go, uh, go track. Yeah, let me or, let me just put it on my background. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, last episode you had him as your background, but yep, now yep. you actually we have should him all just do it as a background. On your person, right we each yeah. pick a different picture from the photo shoot he did. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. I just need a. Unfortunately, this is a brand new computer, and none of those files are saved. So uh, let's go find it. But um, I want to. I wanted to make a quick uh, joke because that's what I, I'm. The only reason I'm on the show for is my humor. No, oh yeah, totally. Yeah. Uh, well, if you're going to paint them in no Myriad's color, which is the Archon's Legion and the Osark Bone Reapers, for Necrons, you should include Starscream because it just makes sense from Transformers. Archon is like 
Starscream. Shit, he is Starscream. <laughs> now, now I don't even want to do it. Now I don't even want to do this game. You just totally turned me off to a whole scheme. Wow. Mm. He really is Starscream. Yeah. Really? You I thought he was actually cool, so he's not. No, Archon no, uh, <laughs> is not cool. He's like the Gash. Yeah, he's my. He's the like, only yeah. in 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 Warhammer Fantasy and Age of Sigma, the only person who's less cool than Arkin is Manfred. Oh fuck off! Yeah. <laughs> Am I lying? You're gonna sit here and tell me that I'm wrong? Like, yeah, I only know Manfred from that one uh, Stormcast Eternal story. Or you know the, the End Times Archeon. Yeah, where he Bathazar Gelt in the in the back, and then Teclis evaporates while trying to hold back the tide of chaos. And then, you know, spoiler alert from six years ago, the world blows up. Not this one. Wait, what is this? Twelve what? Whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. What are we doing here? <laughs> Do we need to edit that out? No. I'm so glad he was going through his screenshots, I'm guessing. <laughs> that would have been a problem. It's a brand new computer. There is literally nothing on this. Uh, if he had been to some certain adult sites ahead of time and saved certain images, we, we, we would have had to re record Well, it's the image I sent you earlier today, Alex. Blur it out when I do the post-edit on the video. We'll be okay. <laughs> um, I posted up uh, Israel's like uh, Catacrosque conversion for mm. people to see. Not a conversion. Oh, sorry, painting. Oh, I, I couldn't believe this. Speaking of video, guys, I was watching uh, a video, a professional video from Zeiss earlier, and the title sequence they used, they used some of the same elements that I used to create our title sequence. I'm like, what? They stole my title sequence. <laughs> hey, you should talk to YouTube about getting them taken down. Yeah, we could. We could. Uh, that was pretty funny. No, they, they went to the same source materials, obviously. They, it's <laughs> different, but you could tell they use the same tools. I was like... It's, yeah. The... Uh... <laughs> So please, if you play your Necrons, please do them in Star Vo Starscream's voice. I I would hate that. I I would I would. Please. No, I'm never gonna do that. <laughs> I'm not using the scheme now. I I can't. I can't. I, it's it's illegal. I'm not allowed to. However, you know, I do want to talk a little bit about Garrett, your your event that you were running. Of course, this is the COVID weekend tournament round two. Now it's round two. That means there there had to have been a round one. There right? was a round one. How'd that work for you? What kind of uh, you know show up was it? Because I see in this event that you had about what is that, eighteen players. How yeah, many people 18. came to the first one? Uh, eight. We had eight people show up to the first ooh. one. It was my. Uh, it was the first attempt. I, I mean, I talked about it probably about a ooh a little over a month ago. I think it was an event I ran back in late April. I think. Yeah, which uh, episode was that? Get yeah, that was many, many moons ago. Uh, I decided to run a tabletop simulator event, and I kind of just like pulled random friends, and I was like, hey, guys, let's try to get some people together and run a weekend event. I played in it myself, um, and so there were seven others. Bill Souza was in there. Greg was in there. Um, and so we had eight people for round one, um, and then I was going to run round two, but then uh, Ben down in San Diego uh, from Warfighter Games he decided to run his event and I was helping him out with that. And so I decided to reschedule my event for a later date. Oh, and, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, the way I've been running my tabletop simulator tournaments is I've kind of just gone to the community and I said, Hey guys, I I'm here for you. If you want me to run admin and help you guys run an event, I don't really treat it very seriously. I was like, there's no prize support. It's just an excuse to play a bunch of games of age of Sigmar. I'll help organize who you play against. And that's the only attitude I take. So it's like when the event, so it kind of took a while to get, I wanted Ben to be able to run his. I didn't want to stomp on someone else's toes. And I was like, so I'm treating it very casually. I'm not really trying to take this very seriously because like it's on tabletop simulator. You can't take it seriously. There's no, it's like, you can't run an event like with a serious attitude on tabletop simulator because there's no refereeing. You can't have consistent tables. It's just, there's a lot of things that can go wrong. So, but if everyone comes in with a positive attitude, as in like, this is just an excuse to play a bunch of games and have a good time with some bragging rights, it's great. And that's how both of my events turned out. Everyone had a blast. Everyone had a great time. Uh, a couple of hiccups in this last one, uh, but overall, uh, it still went great. I see you, uh, you implemented some of your, uh, shall we say, draconian... <laughs> boring and pairing theorems 
in this. So, so good thing you kept was, it light and didn't charge people money when they had to suffer through yeah, that. Yeah, because this we would revolt against it. <laughs> so, I mean, I didn't even make a pack for this. Like, I, I literally was just like, guys. You made I, a pack. Tell you, how to you wrote you wrote eight eight lines worth of a description of your round. That That's a pack. Yeah, well, I originally didn't even have those. I, my original I, description was, hey, guys, I have a Discord server. If you need the link, email me. Like, that was the description of the event. Like, we'll run this event tentatively at some point. Here's my, like... It watching John it. slowly lose his mind at the lack of distinct like, organization for this event. Like, there, there is no organization. I actually had to change this description after round one began because I forgot to post the missions and so wait, uh, realms. So, I'm confused. Is this not a real event? No, it's not, not, it's no, not, not even event. close. Yeah. Um, I'm now going to smash my face with my Warhammer. Just... <laughs> no, like I, I like this was literally I was helping people organize people who they should play against, Garrett, Garrett. so they can get five games of Age of Sigmar. You in. Gave them a medium. Yeah, I just gave them a, a reason to play five games of Age of Sigmar. There was no stakes. Like I, I joked around with I would actually remove even uh, the placing metrics that literally you played five random people, not who you, there was no even like, you played somebody that just won or lost. Like literally, let's fuck it. You play five random people. Like who cares? Like you're just playing five games. But I decided to keep the win-loss record just the yeah. so, some semblance of who you should play. You say that, but these people didn't take it. Like they're just playing five games. Cause uh, I'm looking at these lists and uh, no one should have to be like, hey, I'm playing five games of AOS. I'm just gonna do, I'm just gonna chill. It's gonna be a chill week. It's gonna be a chill week of AOS. Well, it also depends. Are you kidding on the me? <laughs> you gotta remember. You you gotta remember, Jeremy, that the people that you've, you know, of course, Garrett, you reached out to the community, which is wonderful. But well, my community, I should say, gold star. But your community is also a very competitive community, uh, yeah. and with that, it's you know specifically East Coast. But you had a good spread. I mean, we had some West Coast people on there too. Some West Coast people. We had, we had sure. one guy from Malaysia. I think he was from Malaysia. He was either from Malaysia from or Taiwan. Malaysia. Yeah, yeah. yeah, true international tournament. Yeah, wow. yeah. I, uh, when I first put up uh, the COVID round two tournament, I had this guy reach out to me, James Chan. Yep. He's like, "Hey, I'm from Malaysia. Can I like play in this?" And I was like, "Well, most of us are going to be East Coast United States, so if you can work with our time zone issue, like the tournament's going to be on our schedule. My if you're favorite, okay with that. My favorite part. He, he was that. like, but he was like, I played a game versus him because uh, he joined my Discord server, and I was, yeah. he was like." I was like, I played a game for him, and he's a great dude. And he's out, I think he's in Malaysia, I believe that's what it was. And yeah. he's a super chill dude. He's a super Skaven guy. He loves Skaven. Oh, wow, really? Oh, yeah. Ex- Sounds like a great dude to me. Yeah. So he just is, a, he's just super energetic to play. Well, he's, so also, I, he's also a new player. And it's really funny because he was trying to get TTS practice games in on the Discord that you have, the, that you've been running these events. And it's really funny because, like, I'm on the Pacific time zone. And maybe at around 11 or even at mid, uh, 11 p.m. or even at midnight, he'll hit up the Discord and be like, hey, who wants to get a game of TTS in? And then, like, an hour later, he'll be like, oh, oops, sorry, forgot, time zone. <laughs> and it's, like, early afternoon for him, but for everyone else, it's, like, 3 a.m. Yeah. So he also, this weekend, he played in a British tournament, which was three rounds in one day. So he played my five-round tournament from Monday through Sunday. And then his three round tournament on Friday. And so like he was playing round four of my tournament after staying up for like 27 hours. And (laughs) he played, he played against Bill Souza. And then like, Bill's like, dude, James, go to sleep. Like seriously, (laughs) man, you've been up forever. Go the fuck to sleep. (laughs) That also reminds me, I mean, you mentioned Bill Souza and you've been, you have a, kind of heavy pedigree in terms of the players here. We're looking at Bill Souza. Of course, you got Greg Geode, both of Team America fame. You got our good friend of the podcast. You have Michael Burke. You know, you. I'm seeing... Uh, Roger Barker, also from Team America. Roger Barker, definitely. We got our good friend Frank uh, Deloach. You know, of course, he's a great guy from Southern California. So you got a lot of people who are, you know, very competitive, moderately competitive, you know, Michael Vag from, from, you know, formerly Team America as well, Wobbly Modeler. You got a lot of people here. So that's awesome. Uh, how did it, how did the end, how did the placings end up, you know, working out for you? 
Well, the winner was Caleb Walters. He's a, a kind of like a local champion. He's he's this really interesting fellow because he he lives out near Baltimore, Maryland, and he goes to Adepticon and Nova, and I think Nashcon, and that's like it. But he basically wins wherever he goes. So he's actually a high caliber player. He just doesn't travel much, so not a lot of people have heard of him. But out here, people know him very well, and he's a very very good player. Him and his brother Scooter. Uh, so it's Kaylor Walters and Scooter Walters. They both, they always play at doubles together and they, uh, at Adepticon and Nova. And they just, they're a really cool group of guys, but they're also both really good players. And Caleb ended up getting the win. He beat Bill Souza round five for the win. Uh, I, let me, I appreciate that you're making that story, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to point out to the fact that he's playing a Zinch with Bellacore and a Demon Rift. So I mean, he's disqualified from yeah, any yeah. of those comments. <laughs> he has been nice playing strike, Zinch right. for nice a strike. lot. He has been playing Zinch since Skyfire spam. Since yeah, okay, okay. Yeah. I've been playing it forever. I'm not chasing the big OP. This is, this is what I've always played. I played them when they sucked. It's, yeah, fuck it, off. It's, uh, <laughs> for context to the audience, it's uh, Chaos Lord on the Manticore, a Chaos Sorcerer Lord on Manticore, Chaos Great Weaver, Changecaster, Errol the Zinch, the Blue Scribes, Bellacore, and then like a hundred, sorry, six Skyfires, 300 <laughs> points of Acolytes, and nothing but Endless Spells, which really, the Endless Spells don't really matter that much. It's just that there's a Demon Rift in there, so uh, yep. your, point is, yeah. your point is meaningless. Like, I mean, well, regardless, he is still a very good player. I he has I believe you. <laughs> oh, fuck you, Jeremy. <laughs> I don't think you can see it from his uh, from from his glasses and where they're at. But yeah, he's he's winking heavily. Everyone. Uh, but yeah, looking at the final places. Uh, so yeah, talking talking about my format. I did basically what I did was if you won, you got one point, whether it was a minor win or a major win. Uh-oh. You lost, Uh-oh. you got zero points. Uh-oh. Just because Uh-oh. I didn't want to. I didn't want. I didn't want to fuck around with a lot of secondaries or any of those things. I was just like. Guys, let's just play games. And if you win, uh, yes. if you win, you win. If you lose, you lose. He just like gets up and walks away. So, and then we, I just use strength to schedule and extend his strength to schedule to differentiate places. So, uh, Caleb was the only person who's five and out with the win. And then Greg had the best strength to schedule of the people with four. And then um, can we can we take a Jai one. Yeah, let, oh, real quick. Let's take a let's hold, let's hold on a second here. Let's talk okay. about Greg's list. Oh, okay. Yes. Let's because talk Greg, about Greg Goad's list. Well, Greg, just real quick, Goody. it went Go to Geode. I can never tell. It's not <laughs> Geode if you look at it. Quick. It's Goody. He, he he was literally interviewed on our show and explained how to say his name. But just real quick, to run through, through the top five, we had Caleb at number one, Greg at number two, Jaiwan at number four. Sorry if I mispronounce your name. Bill at number uh, for fourth place, Jaiwan's third place, and then uh, Mike Vaginos at fifth place. And Mike Vaginos was the top player who had three wins. Everyone else had four wins. So, so. this is a podcast about competitive AOS. Yeah. And the preface of this event was that, hey, it's just a chill. <laughs> and what we just heard is five players. Stop. It's like, yeah, none of those guys are here to chill, man. They, they like, okay, let's go back to Greg Shields <laughs> list for a second. <laughs> Uh, sorry, it's it's Goad, Goad, yeah. Greg Goad, Goody, 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 Geode, got it. All right, so, You're gonna <laughs> Geode, way. so uh, love you, Geo, Greg, dude. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep it. Uh, let's see. So, Greg is basically, you know what? I really like my Skaven list, it's got storm feeds, it's got teleportations, it's got shooting, it's got plague monks. You know what? I really want to do. I want to take that list and put it into lizard people. So that's that, that, that's the list. Same difference. <laughs> it's the same list. Hashtag lizard truth. Uh, <laughs> oh, it is. Oh my gosh, it so is. It's an engine of the god. Uh, Lord Crook. Uh, skin star priest, skanks priest. 30 skanks for battle lines, because you know, who, who doesn't like to fulfill a requirement of only 180 points? Uh, and then 12 salamander hunting pack. Three Bastilladons with solar engines, and the Thunderquake Temple Temple host. And this is, uh, you know, he calls it Thunder Lizards, but I, I really just call it uh, Thunder Size because that's a lot of meat. Uh, they they <laughs> real thick. They real thick. Uh, 
So yeah, he basically just he, he took his like same list concept from Skaven and just like you know I can make them lizard people. So he did. Uh, for those who don't know anything about like this kind of list, uh, twelve salamander hunting pack are basically like mortal wound output of what let's say on average it's like eight mortal wounds. No, it's like more than that. It's more than that. It's, well, it's 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 twelve shots. At threes and threes with sixes to hit doing D3 mortal wounds instead of normal damage. Yeah. Yes. But they it's not, it's not 20 mortal wounds. They re-roll. I think the temple host lets them re-roll to hit or something. I forgot. Like, it's, it's one oh, of the temple. Oh, right. They're part of the temple host, aren't they? Yeah, they're part of the they temple are. host. And, and uh, the temple host is them right, and not, the Illidans, yeah, right? The, yeah, the Thunderquake temple host. And I believe it lets them re-roll to hit or something. I don't. Does it? Thunderquake. It's the skinks. I forgot. There's one of the things that lets him like basically trigger. It, Thunder Lizard is coalesced, correct? No, he's not playing coalesced. He's playing. Yeah, he's playing coalesced, not starborn. Yeah. No, he can run and shoot. He can, so he can't reroll to hit. He can run and shoot. So he's only doing. He's doing like maybe eight mortal wounds uh, per shot or something like that. Yeah. For two hundred and forty points. Oh I'm yeah, looking, no, they're, they're ridiculous. Not counting the other damage, <laughs> yeah, like not not counting the fact that it's twelve shots at threes and threes, red two d three damage. Ignoring that, it's just eight mortal. Wounds. I mean, if they can if they can run and shoot, and if you do the auto six to run, I mean, they have a eight inch move already with a twelve inch range. So you're looking at a you're looking at a twenty six inch range. No, yeah, uh, yeah, twenty six. That's pretty good. That's very yeah. good. And then uh, backed up by three Basilodons who have, that can run and shoot as well. Can run and shoot and have spin Who have a who have a what is it on? Like they have like a uh, five-inch move with a twenty-four-inch range plus a six-inch run. So you're looking at like a thirty-six-inch, thirty-four-inch threat range or something like I that. Say, though, I will say though, I will say though, or three d six shots? Are they two d six or three d six? Nine shots. Nine shots. Okay. Yeah, so with nine three shots. of them, there's enough to do some some serious damage. They're flat. They're flat number now. There's oh. flat nine now. Yeah. yeah, and it and then like I think the the thunder lizards lets you use a command point to have them to shoot in the hero phase or something or shoot again. I haven't been able. Oh, to the temple host. Right. Yeah, I haven't been able to play against New Seraphon at all. And maybe it's, it's actually terrifying. It like it you can get a skink blob that does portal wounds like crazy against you, or you can just get salamanders that just blow you off the board and then charge you and blow you off the board. Like salamanders are fucking ridiculous. Yes. But anyways, uh, I, you so, know, you say that, and yet, like, Zinch exists. So yeah. no, I'm sorry, I don't, actually don't give a shit about Zinch, but fucking Salamanders just murder you. Okay. Well, the problem is, is everyone and their brother has an old Seraphon army. Ugh. Plus, some of the strongest players in my area were already playing Seraphon. I forgot Salamander hunting. Well, now they just have to get Salamanders as the problem. I totally forgot about the Jaws being three attacks, three, three, two, run, D. Yeah, it it just uh, enjoy your chapter approved, boyos. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, right? So when Salamanders jump up to a shit ton of points. So more importantly than than Greg Gody playing his uh, Skaven slash Seraphon, I'm looking at uh, Jiwon Singh, who took yeah, third place player. with his illegal list. Woo-hoo-hoo! How's it illegal? And let's see if let's you can spot the illegalness of this list. Okay, okay. Uh, you know, I am looking. Oh, wait, he has Chaos Marauders as allies? They must be mercenaries. They're mercenaries. Oh, mercenaries. Oh, you allow yeah, mercenaries? Yeah, I mean, Isn't whatever. that from oh, narrative? You're like the one guy who allowed mercenaries. Look at you. Every, he didn't have a packet. Mercenaries. One more thing. In his defense, he didn't have a packet. <laughs> yeah, I didn't have a packet. So there's like no rules. I mean, Bill okay, had I, the I apologize, Jiwon, my fellow Skaven brother. Uh, since you were playing in a janky tournament with a janky TO, I suppose what would normally be a completely cheaty and illegal list is actually acceptable just, in this case. Well, I just realized, okay. Garrett, I could have showed up to this tournament with like 6,000 points. It's not illegal. <laughs> true. true. I did not define it as a 2,000-point list. I guess that is true. Yeah, Nobody did you declare the game size? Did you declare the game size? No, can, I didn't declare can shit. Everyone see, no packet. Can everyone see if they zoom in? They'll be able to see like the vein and in John's like forehead just get bigger and bigger. And well, okay, so, there was one rule. I, I got a big glass. Me. It might not be filled with iced tea next time. That's all I'm saying. So, John, there was one rule. It was not declared in the packet. It was declared in my Discord server where if I have to be called in as a TO, 
one or both of you are being disqualified from the tournament. Ooh. It's like if someone is basically not taking this tournament at good faith, you're kicked out. Which is like that, that is the one rule of the tournament. Fantasy. Uh, sorry, phenomenal, uh, phenomenal uh, approach to uh, basically saying, uh, "Hey guys, I'm just uh, this this scoring system makes may, like this is just a pairing mechanism. This is not at all a scoring system." Oh God, no! It was like I mean, the, well, I actually disagree with that, but that's a whole nother discussion. Hey, you know, I it's not say- that. It's uh, if if I showed up to six with six thousand points and they called you and I'm like, "Well, disqualify that guy. He's obviously the one who called you." <laughs> Yeah, and I'd be like, well, I see where the good faith argument is going. Jeremy, you're out. The other guy gets an automatic. If Jeremy showed up with 6,000 points, I would just drop my list three times. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you <laughs> go. You you simulator, copy paste, right? I think we actually, I actually had an instance where two guys, like, they had a time conflict, and they're like, well, I won the initiative for uh, to go first, so I win. And I was like, you know what, guys? Fuck it. Whoever, if you guys want to decide your game that way, I'm okay with it. What? Like they literally, like they didn't play. They just rolled off, and whoever won won. And I was like, sure, why not? The one that dropped. Well, if I hate your toing events of major events, uh, you know what else I hate? Writing uh, the uh, the pairing app, uh, and that's it. <laughs> well, I, mean, I, mean, I ran an event over seven days. Like, what do you want from me? You didn't. You didn't run an event. You put eight lines of eight lines of description and you're like if you call me you lose <laughs> I gotta say, not so, not only so if you if you need a to for your next event <laughs> if you want to put in the time and energy to actually referee these people john i'll call you in oh i don't need it's to referee about anyone refereeing them it's just like it's literally the like yes i am a to it's like the equivalent of saying yes i am a professional painter because i have a brush <laughs> you know i'm looking at this event and uh death armies did not do all well but uh, you know i know that burke listens our good friend michael uh he's got to remember you know he did he did the be- best out of three bone reaper players but he he fails to get off of his goddamn fucking well the only death crawler army, does, he bandwagon. The, does he have the fewest number of crawlers of all the people is that why he was no, the no there's actually Ossia? one guy who did who brought zero crawlers and two that brought two and he brought two and he went uh he went two and three so he did the best out of osiarch players indicating that crawlers are the way to go if you want to at least have a chance with osiarch if you want to go two and three You'll bring it. Ah, yes. But no one did no, better with less. I see, I see that your your masters in uh, science is designed that you should uh, be very selective of the data you collect. <laughs> yeah. Well, like I've said before, I, I, I also analyze and manipulate up. data, but I do it for a dar- very different goal than you do. So <laughs> I know the evil side of manipulating data. <laughs> yeah, you, you just literally selected the result you wanted versus the data. <laughs> but it's about being able to talk about the selected results in a rational way that people buy them it's not the data it's how you sell the data oh uh, yes data is a commodity um, so garrett when is your next event is there going to be a covid round three yeah i've actually been talking to people i've been discussing about running a one day three round tournament gotten some pushback on that people like the one round per day because it enables people to uh stream their games and have other people in the tournament watch them. Uh, people with busy schedules be able to play them over three days. So I might switch. I'm kind of just, you know, polling the community of like, when should I run it and what do you guys want? Um, so I'm not, this next weekend is my wife's uh, 30th birthday. So I will not be running Ooh, a tournament. Well, congratulations. Yeah. Wait, wait, does that mean you're almost 32? Yes, I am turning 29 this July. Oh my gosh. Wait, wow, 29? I've known you since you were a little boy. I know. You're 29? Jesus, what happened? I'm not, I'm not yet 29. <laughs> well, you know, in this current climate, a week is basically three years. So like, Yeah, right? So I'm like 60 you know? at this point. Um, can I ask you, can you do me a favor and not call it COVID-19 event? Can you call it, this is not a tournament event? Sure. You know what, Jeremy? I'll call it, this <laughs> no, is not no. a tournament event. It should, it should be Just called, for you. It should be called the, there's no description, there's no nothing going on, none of the rules matter anymore. 
free for all. Uh, none of the rules matter. Uh, the, the points Moroni. don't matter. What, what's the uh, whose line is it anyway? Yeah, uh, the, we should call it the nihilist, the nihilistic tournament. <laughs> yeah, not the nihilist. I was thinking the opposite, where you call it the COVID tournament, and in future years, five, ten years from now, the name will be ironic. You know, people won't even remember. Like, what's this COVID? You'll be like. Oh, that's the uh, central, outside, uh, very uh, interesting uh, demographic Dig tournament. Digital tournament. Huh? Digital. Yes. yes. You can Digital. Make it, oh, there we you go. You can make it an all internal Virginia players thing called the Conflagration of Virginians tournament. Normally, in, D in DC. Well, normally, is this tournament does not include any physical model, it also does not include any physical packet. Any physical TO, any like really just any physical or digital TO, like, TO quite frankly. Like, and and if you have to talk to the TO, he's just gonna kick you out of the tournament. Fuck it. Yeah, there you go. That's uh, pretty hard. Fuck you. That's the that's the only thing that I actually approve of that I've heard of so far. That's the most like, I super approve of the hardcore. Like you jackasses can't keep the above table gameplay straight in tabletop simulator in a zero zero meaning tournament. You're just booted. You're you're just out of here. Like, right? Like, like, yes, like, that I approve of. The rest, what the hell? <laughs> All right, John. You know what? I, 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 I I've invited you to my. I've, I've published my tournaments. You know, you can to my next one. You can co to. You to whatever. You know his own damn tournament. Yeah, John. Why don't you run a tournament? No, I I'm gonna let Garrett run the tournament. I will contribute by maybe writing a packet. And okay. making myself available via chat, perhaps even in the Discord server, oh, to answer so questions without oh, having to go it. into the actual game. And then I could sit at home where I've accessed all the reference materials and accurately look things up for people. So that, that's what I would envision a TO activity being, which I will be happy to assist. Because I'm a big guy of, you don't just give people shit unless you're willing to go in there and scoop the shit off their ass for them. Right, <laughs> or but anyway, come out right. Still, but you know what I'm saying. That 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 yeah. needs some work. That that phrasing needs some work. I think you guys way. just need to fight. Just fight. Just like physically oh, fight here. Oh right, Garrett and I fighting. <laughs> Maybe you should settle in a TTS game. <laughs> like, did you ever see The Simpsons where they they just start doing this and walking at each other, Lisa yeah, and Bart? Yeah. <laughs> That's honestly, what that would be Garrett and I. <laughs> honestly, I think you're right, Jeremy. I think that they need to duke it out in TTS. Think. Which one will be the superior rounding mechanic? Or Ste whatever. Steven or, Steven <laughs> or uh, Silva? <sighs> we already I know how that to, game goes. I want to yeah. sign up to this event because not because I'm going to play in it, but so I can get disqualified by Gareth because I the first question I'm going to ping him is like, how many points are we buying? <laughs> oh, so Jeremy's going to have a list of like 12 war mammoths and they're going to take up his entire deployment zone and be like, what? What's wrong? But Garrett, Garrett, what do I do when I have like, 30 scourge runners and I can't deploy like half of them because I'm out of deployment space. You're just so that's, that's what you are. <laughs> Joking aside, when, when Paul and I played, we played uh, uh, Battle for the Past 2019, right? The two yeah. triangles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was barely able to fit my Nurgle army in the deployment zone. Really? Was, <laughs> yeah. What you do is you put a giant building in the middle of that deployment zone and fuck anybody who wants to try to like... That was part of the problem is we the terrain we picked had a big old piece that we couldn't deal with. And I'm like, ah, I've got a hundred plague bearers here. <laughs> but yeah, anyways, as to when my next tournament is, uh, so not this weekend, maybe next weekend, probably not. Uh, maybe two weeks from now. Like honestly, like I, I just keep asking people when they want an event to be run, and I'll run it. Like, I'm start gathering folks. Together. Oh, sounds good. Yeah. Run it. Yeah, I, I will hit the button that says next pairings. Let's just say that. That's what I will do. I will hit the button uh, and I will provide a link to sign up. I'll, I'll uh, go ahead and create a, a packet randomly this weekend, and and maybe it would apply to a digital tournament tournament and and maybe i'll just put it somewhere where there's a link you could share if you wanted you could even put it in in the thing I'm, I'm, i'll just do that it's something i was planning to do anyways i'll just do that this weekend oh boy well hypothetically we would be able to advertise this event in best coast pairings and allegedly there would be you know some what? link or sign up system there you know how about how about i just create it right now Ooh. And, uh, 
The only rule I want you to make, John, is that every army needs to be a disciple of Zinch with a demon fire vortex, a demon fire portal. Because I think this I, is I, a chill I, event, and those are chill armies. I think yes, but can you imagine how long it would take to play against me if I played a Zinch army? The game well, would just would never end. Because apparently you playing Skaven with smoking some bowl sticks seven hours on the TTS, I'm assuming 48 hours. That's really? what I'm saying. Yeah, a full two goddamn days. <laughs> You know, knowing knowing that John will create the packet, I know that there's gonna be like a paint rubric. Somehow. Somehow there's a paint rubric. If you don't oh. have three D models on TTS, point. No paper models. No paper models. No paper models. I'll have some fun with that. Yeah, yeah. Well bases must be based. <laughs> so, you know, this event should be coming up pretty soon though. So if any of our listeners do you want to take a look? Uh, apparently, it'll be coming out in a few weeks. But again, apparently it will. Apparently it won't. Allegedly, it might not even happen. Who knows? All right, event but, event has been created. Oh, whoa! Power, yeah. power, what, what right, right there. What are the dates? What are the dates? Uh, I mean, I set it up for um, June twelfth, but that is a tentative schedule that can be changed at any time. Um, tickets are online now. Uh, I can provide a link if you want. Uh, so there's there's 20 tickets available. I you see the link going across the screen right now. Oh yeah, totally. Go ahead and Clickable. click the live Clickable. link as it goes across to go right to Best Coast Pairings ticketing. Okay, and uh, uh, how many event how many event slots are you gonna have? How many event slots or like, like how many players slots? can sign up to this event? I mean, it's right now set to 20. I'll probably set it up to like 32. Like I don't know if I want to manage more than 32 players. Go for a major. How much managing is there? Yeah, right? Like, maybe I'll go to 64. Fuck it. Like, let's let's go for broke. Sky's the limit, baby. Yeah. So AOS tournament ever. Let's set a record. There you go. So we were- 1,000 players. Let's do this. I would hate that so much. We're not going to do 1,000 players. That's awful. It's a horrible idea. But Why? Like, you only play against one person a day, so- We'd do, we just do three rounds with 1,000 players. It would still only there, be two games. There are three jokes games. that I will not. No, you know, it's fine. There would be so many undefeated in that tournament. I love it. There's nothing like an ego boost and saying, yo, I was undefeated in a thousand player tournament. And we can do binary <laughs> sca- scoring, right? You either get a zero or a one. Yeah, you just get zero or one, so strength to schedule after that point. Is it like 333 players will be undefeated? Mm-hmm. How many people tied for first? Yeah. Yeah, I was, uh, I was definitely, I was first loser. That's yeah. still like, you know, 666 people. No, no. So you can only get one point. You can only get one point, a zero or one for the game, but you can lose up to six points for sportsmanship. Mm. That sounds like a good idea. And ten points to paint. You you got to make sure you have the right three D models on your TTS uh, list. You know, that's one trophy I've never received, John, and that's the wooden spoon. And I think maybe this is the event for me. There you go. You get DQ'd right out the gate. Wooden spoon! (laughs) So if you want to see Jeremy get the wooden spoon and you want to make sure that you can see him earn that wooden spoon, do sign up and it's going to be on Best Coast Parents. It's going to be tentative June 12th event. And uh, if you like this podcast, do feel free to uh, give us a like, a subscribe. We are on Apple Podcasts, The Frontline Gaming Roll, and Podbean, and pretty much wherever you get your podcasts. And of course, you can always uh, hit us up on Facebook, and we'll be pretty tentative to, you know, hear your feedback or uh, if there's anything you want to see, let us know. Otherwise, this is going to be Alex, uh, John, Garrett, and Jeremy signing off for the night. Night, everyone. Have a great night. week.